pushing buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny episode 218. Today I'm going to chat with Jennifer Blake, aka Gun Girl Jen, discuss red flag legislation on the move in Congress, highlight seal cased ammo coming in the US, and talk about how Springfield was not amused at a meme. I'm your host, Ava Flannell. Jen, so happy to have you on the show. And hey, happy to be here. You actually have your fiance, Derek, in the background, which he can make a I know he's not going to stay for the whole show, but Derek, you want to say hi? Hi, guys. And Derek, you're actually, you're a, a pro shooter, right? Yep. And a uh, gunsmith. Oh, nice. Awesome. Well, before we carry on with the rest of the show, I just wanted to say congrats on getting engaged, which actually it's, it'll almost be a year since he proposed, right? Yeah, I mean, it was in February. January. Was yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So congrats on that. But we'll talk about more about that here in a second, but I just wanted to say congrats and wanted to tell Derek hi. Smith and Wesson, actually, you had a chance to, we shot um, their AR-15 together. It was in Florida, right? I'm like, eventually you start traveling so much. I'm like, wait, was it Minnesota or Florida? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw in you Florida. in Texas. I saw you in Florida. Yeah. 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 And then I also saw you in Minnesota. Or not Minnesota. Mis- Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, Missouri. <laughs> yeah. One of those M states. Yeah. You're pretty familiar with their gun, but I also saw that you recently posted the MMP 380 Shield Easy, and it was in one of the ladies can still carry classes, which is definitely one of my go-to recommendations for people that are brand new to firearms. Is it yours as well? Do you tend to kind of lean towards that? It is, um, especially when they they don't really have the technique down. Yeah. You know, that really helps them get started. And then even a lot of elderly, you know, they think that they need a revolver because they can't work a slide. And then they get this revolver and then their hands are too weak to even squeeze the trigger, you mm-hmm. know, that heavy, heavy trigger. So, yeah. It's definitely a great gun just for beginners or people that lack hand strength, or even if you don't, it's just, I mean, it's a fun gun to shoot. Like for me, it's just, I personally enjoy shooting it. And I have, I have quite a few, I have like their performance center ones and the 380 and the nine. And yeah, I have, I have all of their additions and they're all just freaking awesome. So if you guys want to check those out, head on over to smith-wesson.com. Learn the things you never knew on Deconstructing the Industry. All right, Jen, for those who aren't familiar, so you go, you're on Instagram, you go by Gun Girl Jen, Mm -hmm. but for those who aren't familiar with you, can you just give us a rundown of what it is you do in the shooting industry? Well, I started teaching concealed carry after I started carrying and I took a class. And at that time you had to do a 12 hour class in Ohio. And after I did it and I was like, man, I'd love to talk about guns all day. So I went to become an instructor and it took off. And then I started traveling with with shoot like a girl. Well, how much experience did you have when you took your concealed carry class? 
Well, I grew up hunting, you okay. know, um, with rifles, shotguns, and then um, I was kind of caring before I was supposed to. Um, my dad always had a gun in his pocket before we were even before we even had concealed carry. Uh, if we were going to town and going to the movies, and he forgot it, we had to turn around and go get it. And you know, back then I didn't understand. I'd be like, "Dad, we're just going to the movies. Like, why do you need a gun? It's not a crack house or something." Like, yeah, you know, but he was a union pipe fitter and he traveled and, you know, he went places like outside of our little Mayberry, you know, and, and he knew you could just be at the wrong place, wrong time. Like there isn't like a safe place, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of already ingrained in me. And then I started selling real estate and, you know, just someone would call and you drop everything and you meet this stranger at an empty house by yourself. Um, so I had a couple of weirdos, like one guy started asking me, what kind of weapons I had on me and stuff like that. And I didn't have any at the time, but I did after that. And then I was like, you know what? I should probably take some training. So I started taking NRA classes um, and then started taking the instructor courses. And then from there, I was, I was just hooked on learning. And so, you know, I took the shotgun course and the rifle course and then the instructor courses and became a counselor so that I could also certify NRA instructors. And Wow. Um, that's awesome. So how long ago did you become an instructor? Oh, it's probably been about 10 or 11 years ago. Wow. Okay. And then you have an interesting story as to like how you got started in three gun. Yep. So then I was actually a pistol instructor for the NRA women's wilderness escape in New Mexico. I wanted to attend it, but I couldn't really afford it. So I was like, Oh, I wonder if they need instructors. So I applied and I got to go out and stay in a cabin for about 18 days. And as the women came in, got to, got to instruct them. And my cabin mate was Lisa Marie from Lucas Oil. And she was putting on the first ever ladies only three gun. And she's like, you have to go. I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I already had the pistol because I wanted to do it someday, but I didn't know how to compete. I didn't even know how to sign up. So she was like, it's in Atlanta. So I even borrowed the money from my dad to go and they had loaner guns. So I showed up having never seen a match before. I had my pistol. I borrowed a shotgun and rifle from Kay Mitchellick and was hooked. You know, half the time I was laughing at the mistakes I was making. But after I was done, I was like, I have to do that again. And came home and put an AR on layaway at Walmart. Like back in the days that you could do that. They don't even have them anymore. But right. This started like, I got to get this gear and each week, you know, buying a little bit more. So, um, so I could do it. And then I was traveling with shoot like a girl, you know, instructing women at Cabela's grand openings and stuff like that. So I, I had met a lot of people in the industry and, and just randomly, you know, someone would be like, Oh, what scope are you using? And what are you using for this? And I'm like, well, you know, just basic cheap stuff. And so I had a lot of friends already who helped me out and helped me get, into like the sponsor world. And I was just going to do it even if I had to pay for it, let alone, you know, the help and that I get now. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's pretty amazing. Let's go back for a second and talk about something that, and I didn't catch the the full name, but it was uh, the NRA for the women's wilderness, like what got you originally a three gun? Um, women's wilderness escape. And it's kind of like a retreat that they do every year. And these women sign up and they go out for a week and they stay in these great cabins and out in New Mexico at the Whittington Center. 
And each day they learn a different discipline. So one day they learn archery and then the archery ladies and the next day they might go to pistol and then the pistol ladies go to archery and um, they learn rifle, they learn shotgun. They might learn a little bit of three gun. So it's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Then after you did your first, you know, three gun, and then, you know, you started getting like a little bit more acquainted, started accumulating more guns and stuff, which one thing that a lot of three gunners will say is like, if you're interested in doing three gun, just like show it to a match. A lot of people will let you borrow their stuff. And you're just like, uh, I don't know. That sounds kind of <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> let me borrow. I mean, and in, in your case, you got K Mikulux, you know, gun, which is pretty awesome. Um, yeah. But I mean, that's, that seems to be actually kind of the case, but you know, most people keep putting it off because they think they need like the best of the best, mm-hmm. like all this awesome gear. And in reality, it's like, just, you know, I mean, just show up, see what you like. And then eventually, you know, start upgrading the stuff. Would you agree with that statement? Oh yeah, absolutely. So then, you know, to, you know, to me and to you, like, so when I go to that first match and then here's Kay, you know, she was like a rock star to me. You know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm already like fangirling and like get to see her and Jerry and like, oh my gosh. Um, and then to know, like, they just let me keep their guns for the whole weekend. I'm like, well, yeah. you're just going to trust, trust me to take it home and bring it back tomorrow. And, and then even, even at the matches, like if something goes down with my shotgun, you know, and they see me struggling and, you know, stuff's jamming before I can even walk off the stage, I might have three people come up like, Hey, if you need my shotgun, you know, it's over there. And you know, it, it's, it's awesome. And it might be people you've never even met until that morning. And even a lot of us that have been doing it for a long time, we have extra stuff too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we would take the stuff off our backs and give it to you. But a lot of times, I mean, we just have extra gear in our bag from doing it for so long Yeah, that we, ha- we have all these spares. So yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. At what point did you decide to dedicate like your social media to the gun world? Um, I think social media was already like a pretty big thing. I think I maybe had a, a picture of my babies and then kind of the my name was already gun girl. Jen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was probably doing it before Instagram was a big thing. And then I don't think I started like a Facebook shooting page until after I started shooting matches. And then I just got a, a flood. I mean, maybe a hundred friend requests a day from shooters all over the world. And I was just like, mm, this doesn't belong on my personal page. So, yeah. so yeah. they recommended to the girls, you know, have like a public page for your public stuff. And Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. I'm going to take a quick break real quick. Talk about primary arms. As I mentioned last week, Primary Arms is giving away an award-winning optic each month for the rest of the year. I'll be drawing the one for October on Instagram on Monday after the show comes out. If you guys are listening to this right when the show comes out, definitely head on over to Gun Funny Podcast Instagram and enter that drawing because at the end of the day, I'm going to be drawing a winner and we're actually giving away it's the glx 4 to 16 by 50 with the acss apollo it's an awesome long-range optic it's great for like 6.5 creedmoor 224 valkyrie for the month of november they're giving away the slx nd 25 micro dot 
with the ACSS CQB, which I think I actually have that one. I think I just got it. It's awesome. It's a great compact optic with a wide field of view. It's got the same size field of view as a normal 30 millimeter red dot and a 25 millimeter size, which in fact, I do have that because I knew that when I looked at the size, I was like, I don't know, that's really small. And I don't know if I want that. But then I was like, eh, but I don't want to put something big on this gun. So I went with it and I was actually like really surprised by how much I could see. It's a really good optic. The drawing will start on the 1st of November and similar giveaway protocol. All you have to do is just find Gun Funny Podcast on Instagram, follow Gun Funny Podcast, follow Primary Arms online. You're going to like the post and then tag to your friends and you can tag away. Just make sure that it's two friends per comment and you could be entered as much as you want. And then at the end of the month, I'll be drawing a winner for that. In the meantime, check out the optics at Primary Arms. If you find one that you like, remember to use the code AVA, that's A-V-A, and you'll get a free scope mount with every Primary Arms optic. I'm curious, how have the last two years been with like three gun matches and stuff, you know, with COVID and stuff? Because I know a lot of it was canceled. Oh, yeah. Last year was horrible. Um, I've probably never shot so little matches since I've started. And I really didn't think it was going to affect us because I thought, oh, you know, we're all kind of like Neanderthals and we're outside and um, we don't care about that. But, yeah. So, um, certain states that we were going to go to actually had, you know, limits and wouldn't let us. So, wow. They're starting to come back now, though. I think when I saw you in Florida, which I'm like, man, how long ago was that? I swear, like, the, the last year and a half, like since COVID, it's like totally like made, I mean, it feels like it just kind of mm-hmm. turned my world upside down. But then also with remodeling, I'm like, where the hell am I? What month is it? Forget about the day of the week. I'm like, what month is it? It's <laughs> the okay. end of October. Like when the show comes out, it's going to be Halloween, <laughs> which is crazy to me. And then I still don't even know what I want to be for Halloween. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think but, it was April. Okay. So... Yes. <laughs> and and I remember because they had us do like a two gun competition, which you were mm-hmm. like, "Man, I'm kind of nervous about because I haven't really practiced that much." And I was like, "Yeah, me either." And I'm also nervous because I don't do competitions, which <laughs> yeah, I, you know, totally sucked at. <laughs> yeah, well, and then being like Crimson Trace is one of my sponsors, so I was like, "I gotta you're do the, good." Yeah, you're <laughs> like, don't let them down. They're actually, yeah, they're actually here, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I felt the same way because I was, you know, sponsored by Smith and Wesson. So, you know, I'm like, cool. Well, I guess they're going to realize how badly I suck at shooting. <laughs> oh, no way, man. Uh, you were very impressive on pistol. <laughs> yeah, but everything else I like, I didn't really take it seriously. And I remember there was at one point we're talking about hair products and then they're like, all right, Ava, you're next. And I was like, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Didn't even, like hear the, yeah, I think I would suck at, at competition. I felt too. bad about that. Yeah, it's not even, I, I just, I need to take it more seriously if I do get into it. But it is one of those things that people don't realize is that like, if you're not practicing, it's like definitely a diminishing skill. Oh yeah. Shotgun is my least practice gun. And yeah. I just had a match a couple of months ago. And before that it had been uh, last fall since I had shot shotgun and my first stage I go and Everybody was timing out and I get to shotgun's last gun. I got to pull it up. And I think there's two slug targets. Easy. I pull it out of the barrel, go to squeeze the trigger. Oh, safety's on. 
Oh yeah, that happens so, all the time. Yeah, so, oh, I gotta take the safety off, and then the buzzer went off, so I didn't even get to fire the shot. I'm like, oh, that is all my fault. <laughs> yeah, from just not handling them. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm. This, I was the same way. There was a few times where I went to go shoot, and I was like, ah, shit, the safety. Huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah, and that's like stuff that should have been practiced, like in my living room. You know, so easy. Don't yeah. even need ammo for that. Like, oh. yeah. What about with teaching classes? How was that, you know, with everything in the last year and a half? Like, were you teaching classes or did you guys close down or? Oh, no. At where I'm at in Southern Ohio, it's, it's very rural. I mean, everybody just like wears camo, you know, mm-hmm. like as their, as their regular clothes. And so, um, and we weren't hit real hard. A lot of people just went on about their daily life. And so, but they were freaking out. I mean, we had riots in Columbus, our capital. And so normally in the summer, I don't really do classes because I have a kayaking business. Mm-hmm. And uh, with COVID, everything else was shut down. I probably was supposed to shut down, but I didn't. Right. And um, I mean, I was, so, I, yeah, I was like sold out every single weekend and it was my best year ever. Yeah. And normally I, I don't even have time to do classes, but there were so many people scared last year like morning classes and just they were going out and buying guns and they, they didn't even know what gun they wanted. They just like, oh, we have to go buy a gun. And they were standing in line for six hours just to buy it. And so last year I was slammed. I mean, I had huge classes and multiple per week, you know, mm-hmm. while I was trying to do kayaking too. It's leveled off now. Yeah. Really slowed down. But Yeah, it actually has. I was thinking that too. And I'm like, same <laughs> with me. Last year was like record breaking out of the eight years mm-hmm. that I've been teaching, but I have noticed that I'm like, okay, so it's October. Cause normally, you know, summers, what people don't realize is like in the firearms industry, summers are usually pretty slow, which people are like, mm-hmm. no, don't you think that's like when people are buying guns and they want training for me personally, I've noticed that even with gun stores, it's usually, you know, sales are slow. Um, people are busy with like doing stuff like outdoors, like kayaking and they're with their families and stuff. And then usually in the winter, that's when things pick up. And yep. so I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, it's October. Like things should be picking up and like, it's been steady. And I, I've been fortunate enough to hire another female instructor who's able to work, you know, like three to four days a week for me, which is nice, but oh, nice. classes haven't been selling out. And it's kind of weird because it's like, in a way, I think it's a little stupid too, for people just to assume that there's not that fear there because mm-hmm. there's still so much going on. You know, I mean, with people not working, people quitting because of vaccine mandates, government overreach, they're saying that food supplies and other supplies are going to be, yeah, we're not going to have Christmas. Yeah. And so I'm like, how the hell are people like not fearful? Like, are they, have they stopped watching the news? Like, because it still seems like the perfect storm for like, shit is going to hit the fan. (laughs) Yeah, I've never been so just like WTF yeah. about the world as I am right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if anything, last year I was just like more calm about it than I am now. So it is weird to me that there aren't more people taking training. But mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe we'll see after Halloween, you know, classes yeah. will start fucking up a little bit more. But mm-hmm. have you noticed with like the cost of ammo? I mean, has that affected anything with your classes? Have you found like alternative ways to train them so that they don't have to spend like a ridiculous amount or like even if they're willing to spend a ridiculous amount at times you can even find ammo. 
Yeah, I've, and I've definitely tried to be very considerate about, you know, how we use the ammo and what drills we do, mm-hmm. you know, and, and doing just like more reps and, you know, like one on target or two on target rather than just like standing there and just emptying a mag. Yeah. And then some people are like, this is all the ammo we can find. You know, can I save like my last 10 rounds, you know, and take yeah. them home with me? I know. And I, yeah. And I feel so bad, but that's exactly, <laughs> I've had the same thing where students are like, do we have to shoot like a whole box? And normally I would, you know, in a class, I'd be like, yeah, you know, just bring 50 rounds. Like that's enough. Mm-hmm. We'll do enough drills where, you know, and I still have always made like, you know, where I'm like, I'm not just looking for you guys to blow through a box you know, I want like each hit to count. And I've always been like that, but now more than ever, I'm like, we're going to also implement snap caps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, most students are like, can I just save the rest of what I have? And it's like, how could you say no? Yeah. Cause yeah. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Cause they're going to go home and who knows when they can get some again. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. And, so- and- We've never practiced so little. I mean, I have like my own little five acre range with targets and you know, if we have a nice day, like that's what we do for fun. And I mean, that's how Derek and I met and uh, it's not even as fun anymore because we're like, ching, ching. Yeah. No kidding. I know. I know it, it before it was like 25 cents, 20. Now it's like a dollar, a dollar. <laughs> yeah. Every time I pull that twerker. I've actually probably spent or sent more rounds down range this year, just with all the full auto events that we've gone to. Yeah. Um, but actually like training wise, it's yeah. probably never been so little and, and going yeah. to these events where it's just like, you pick up each gun, like, Oh, here's full mag, full mag. And you just like blasting it. And I'm like, Oh, I want some of this. I know. You're like, I wish I could just like put some of this in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. Just burning it down. Yeah. I hear. Yeah. I know because at the uh, event in Florida, we were shooting the mini gun. Mm-hmm. which was awesome. But, you know, and then they also, I mean, it was all full auto. Like there really wasn't that many guns available where you didn't shoot full auto. I mean, we were shooting like mm-hmm. tanks and I mean, yeah, it was pretty incredible. Yeah. Really built I don't want to know what the bill was for that event. Oh yeah. I think the, just the mini gun was 45,000. Yeah. It's yeah. I know. I heard something like that too. I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about how you and Derek met. So you guys met at a three gun match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was like one of the hardest ones in the country. Uh-huh. Yep. And that was back when they had Rock Castle Shooting Center in Kentucky. And I think it was his first out of state match ever. And I had already gone down and pre-shot the match so that I could RO and work the match. Um, if you do that, you get to like stay for free and you get your match fee cover because a lot of the matches are 300 350 just to enter wow so so that helps um so yeah this little florida guy pulls up you know trying to suck in all the heat he can before getting out in the cold (laughs) (laughs) so yeah we we met there and just kind of clicked and and you were like oh yeah i love this guy shooting skills hey (laughs) yeah shoots so good Definitely enjoy watching him shoot. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> funny. But yeah, then just, you know, a thousand miles away, lots of FaceTime. Yeah. FaceTiming every day and meeting at other matches on purpose. And he would come to Ohio for two weeks and then he'd go home for three weeks. And so luckily he had his own business and I've got mine. So we were able to travel and take time off and see each other. And he's mostly here all year. 
Yeah. Um, about about December or January when it gets like really crappy and cold, he goes and visits family for like yeah. a month. And everybody's like, well, how's Florida man like in Ohio winter? I'm like, well, he's in Florida. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't blame him, man. Yeah. Yeah. Our goal is to be snowbirds. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that sounds amazing. Okay. Let's talk about how he proposed. Oh, yeah. Because that was, so, I mean, that's a pretty freaking like awesome proposal. Yeah. yeah, he's got some guys giving him a hard time because they're like, dude, you're setting the bar too high. Like, that was crazy. Yeah, right. Way to make us look bad. <laughs> yeah, so um, I had no idea. And I mean, we talked about, you know, wanting to do it someday. And so, like, the day's over, the range is cold, you know, we're shooting full auto stuff all day. And, you know, a lot of the, the coolest people in the industry were there. And so, Jerry and Autumn are about to shoot the tank and then um, Will from Forge Relations comes up and he's like, Jen, we did like a random drawing from all the attendees and you won and you get to shoot the tank. And I'm like, what? So uh, I go over there and I get to shoot it after Jerry. And so I'm like already nervous because I got like hundred cameras on me. Everybody's watching and like, what is this even going to feel like shooting a Sherman tank? And so I, I pull the cord and I mean, First, you can't see this, like the blast is so crazy. My hair's everywhere. And then I turn around and my little best friend is down on one knee. Aww. Everybody's screaming like, oh. and then he, I could tell he was so nervous and I was nervous and crying. Aww. <laughs> Shaking. It was awesome. I was at that event, but I don't know where I was for that. Yeah. It was like, yeah, a lot of my friends were like, Cause nobody even knew that that was going to happen. And, um, Mike from CMMG was actually trying to like film me shooting it. Yeah. And Derek, Derek got in front of him and Mike was trying to get Derek to get out of the way. He's like, dude, <laughs> watch out. Like I'm trying to film this. And then he was like, Oh, then he saw like Derek get on one knee and saw the box. He was like, Oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I mean, there's some really good footage of it. Like it, people definitely, you know, quite a few people got on camera. Yeah, that was nice though. Cause for a while, like I couldn't post or do anything until people started sending me the videos of it. Yeah. yeah. It was so funny. So, so people were posting, people were like, really? She didn't know with all those cameras there. I'm like, it was an event. Of course people are going to have their phones out, you know? There was cameras and stuff all day. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that blast! If you watch some of the videos, people recording with their phones, the blast knocked people's phones out of their hand. Wow! <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, um, we got to do some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna take another quick break. Talk about IWI. One of my favorite full-size pistols is still the Masada. It's one of those guns that they just have great ergonomics. Like if I had to describe it comfort wise, I mean, it's very close to like a VP nine, which I feel like it fits really well in your hand. And the best thing about it is like the price. So MSRP on this is $480, which is insane. It's full-size optic ready. I mean, nowadays, like if you're buying an optic ready pistol, I mean, they add on like at least a hundred bucks comes with four mounting plates. A bunch of my patrons have it. They really love it. Definitely check it out. IWI.us while you're there. If you want to get any like spare mags, swag, accessories, 
anything like that, just remember, use that code GUNFUNNY15 and it gets you 15% off their web store. And that is IWI.us. Jen, you actually, didn't you, you just got COVID, right? Pretty recently? Yeah. Yeah. How, how um, was I was. I feel like I was pretty lucky, you know, just like uh, I got a lot of friends who are pretty healthy, you know, that I've seen were in the hospital and, you know, had to get oxygen. So I didn't even really think I had it. I just kind of, I got tested just to know uh, if I needed to be cautious and be away from people even more. Mm-hmm. And I was headed to the the only ladies only match, which I love because like in three gun, I mean, it's tough to compete against the guys. Women don't, don't get first, mm-hmm. you know, cause you're like running up hills and you got all this heavy gear and, you know, we beat a lot of guys, but I mean, even the top women still might be like 20th place, 60th place, you know, against the guys. So this time you get to go, you get beat. Uh, women against women and so you know you get to be first or you get to be sixth and like it feels so much better than being like 85th so you know and then you get to you get to win guns because you walk the prize table in order to finish well you know 80th place you're not going to get a gun you're going to get like a hat and a sticker uh, so with the the women's match it's highly supported by the sponsors and so I mean the top 20 women get guns and so I usually take home a couple guns because it's like two matches in one get some trophies so um, it's a big ego booster but we were already to Cincinnati like headed to Missouri and then I got the email that it was positive so I had to come home and we quarantined for 10 days me and Derek and the boys and we went and just stayed in a little cabin in the woods stayed away from people we rode bikes and horses and fished like we were outside every day and we're hiking I was a little out of breath um, I mean, I could tell as I came up a hill, like, you know, um, I felt a little bit more out of shape, but, and I, that wasn't a hundred percent, but, um, I really wouldn't have known. Yeah. Really. I just thought it was like allergies and I was a little tired. Yeah. So I've, I was very heard fortunate. I've heard the same thing from people. They're like, honestly, if I didn't get tested, I wouldn't have known. It just felt like it was like allergies or something. Let's talk about your sponsor. So CMMG is one of your sponsors. Mm-hmm. Who else? So I've got ESS, um, eye safety systems. They're owned by Oakley. They are my glasses, packs on firearms. I have a PCC from them that I shoot for and Hogue. They make like the accessories like grips and Kinsey's optics. They've kind of been with me from the beginning. So even though I'm like with Crimson Trace, like Kinsey sells Crimson Trace. And mm-hmm. um, so they're kind of like an optics planet, like a warehouse. Um, they help with some like match fees and, and if I need something that maybe Crimson Trace doesn't have, uh, mm-hmm. Dogwood Shooting Supplies, like a new little ammo company that one of my buddies owns. He's been helping us with ammo for competition and Caldwell, you know, and the targets and pretty much anything from AOB lockdown, um, which is more really on the classes side in the, the security of the guns and Sentry Hex Mag. Nice. I think that's it okay awesome um <laughs> is there anything else that you can tell us about that you have you know any future plans or stuff like that well we've started building a, a little cabin i mean it's really tiny like our first one's about 20 by 20 and then the next one's like 16 by 24 so we're learning as we go we just got like walls upright and what are you doing with these cabins so we 
we just started an Airbnb with the first one and it's fully rented and it's here in the woods and it's overlooking the creek where I got my kayaking business. And I really, I didn't know, would people even come to this like middle of nowhere, Southern Ohio? Yeah. And I have people from like Michigan, North Carolina. And I mean, people are driving like five and six hours just to stay here for two days. And, you know, it's got a hot tub and it's just like a nice little getaway. And so we've been so crazy booked that we started building another one. And so that's going to help fund our shooting. Yeah, definitely. I think that's <laughs> awesome. That sounds so like, it almost makes me want to go and look for a cabin to like, Airbnb. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell am I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Derek jokes all the time. He's like, I never thought I'd be a cleaning lady. And I'm like, stop. It's like the easiest money we've ever made. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. For listeners who want to follow you on social media, where can they find you? Uh, Gun Girl Jen. I do have a YouTube channel, but it's it's still pretty small. We got to start working on that this winter. Instagram is Gun Girl Jen. And my Facebook page is just Jen Blake. Okay, awesome. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, well, moving on with the rest of the show. You mentioned Caldwell and you also mentioned that you have like a little, you know, range, like you, you said five acres, right? Yep. And so you've been setting up, you know, some Caldwell steel, which I also, it's funny because I was like working on my range, you know, this summer getting it. It finally like is where I wanted it. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's record all this content. And then sure enough, my freaking house, hot water heater erupts. And it floods and I have not been to the range since. I don't even know what the hell it looks like right now. But yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah it just sucked. But how has it been with you, you know, I guess, furnishing your range with uh, Caldwell Steel and stuff? It's pretty awesome because, I mean, most people around here are just used to shooting holes in paper. Yeah. And so they're like, oh my gosh, they're afraid to shoot metal. And then you get them to shoot steel and they, they see how much fun it is. Like mm-hmm. we're not worrying really about where the hit was. Yeah. You know, like it was a hit. So exactly. Like they leave a more positive note. Like just paper is kind of boring. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm totally right there with you. And it's just like, and you can hear it too. So even if you're like, not sure, it's like, unlike paper, you're like, did I get it? You know, like depending on the caliber you're shooting, you're like, I can't even see my hits in the target. But if you're shooting steel, it's like, you know, that like audible, like satisfaction, like you're like, all right, I know I got it. (laughs) Oh yeah. And I can be watching everything on the gun and their hands and, and not even have to watch the target. Yeah. Like I know it was a hit Yeah, and I can keep my eyes on them. Yeah, definitely. They have <laughs> some really affordable options. I mean, you can get like a five inch target for as low as $20, which is pretty insane for some steel. I mean, and it, it's quality steel. I mean, you know, when we were shooting machine guns at it, it held up really well. <laughs> yeah. So, I feel like we were trying to tear them up, you know? Yeah mini guns like six thousand rounds a minute and yeah yeah it was uh, it was fun so if you guys want to check out some caldwell steel or anything else that they offer head on over to caldwellshooting.com remember to use the code gunfunny10 you're going to get 10 percent off your first order today in politics politics what is going on in the world today it's this really isn't much like nothing new, but the red flag law is on the move. 
So the Federal Extreme Risk Protection Order Act would allow gun seizures and denial of a person's right to their firearms without the opportunity to defend themselves in all 50 states. The bill was introduced by Democrat Lucy McBath from Georgia. Before that, she was the faith and outreach leader for Moms Demand Action for half a decade. 114 Democrats are co-sponsors of the bill, and this week the bill passed the House Judiciary Committee on a party-line vote. This bill would allow police or family members to seek a court order from a judge ex parte, meaning the person is not present to defend themselves, to subject the person's gun rights for 14 days, which could be extended to 180 days. 12 states already have these. Congressman Jim Jordan blasted the bill. He said, by depriving individuals of their property and rights without having been charged or convicted of a crime, this bill violates constitutional due process rights set out in the Fifth and Fourteenth Amendment. In the Democrat-controlled House, the bill, it'll probably pass. In the Senate, we have a prayer of stopping it, but this doesn't mean that you guys shouldn't start writing to all of your congressmen, senators, tell them, you know, to absolutely oppose it because I just think the bill's, you know, dangerous altogether. I mean, we've already seen in the past when people go knocking on doors trying to take people's firearms, like it hasn't ended very well. There's other protection orders and like installed where, you know, to if somebody commits a crime or something like that. But a lot of these people are just anybody could accuse you of anything. And I mean, let's face it, I mean, even social media, that's like the perfect example of like Somebody could accuse you of bullying and you're just like, uh, what? And you can't even half the time you can't even like dispute it. <laughs> and it's just like yeah. your account gets, you know, taken down or you're banned for however many days. It's just BS. Manicore Arms, if you're building an AR and you're like me, you've got a bunch of accessories laying around. You need to check out the transformer rail. They're great because you can install different panels for like M-Lock or key mod on the same rail. So you can use your favorite accessories from different mounting styles and you're not stuck with just one. They also come with like the snakeskin polymer grip panels as well, which I actually have on the 300 blackout that I just put together. I haven't decided what, if I am going to put any accessories or not, but they do come with the snakeskin polymer grips. They look pretty awesome. It's just one of those things where it's just you know, with, uh, things changing, you know, let's say, you know, this, this year it's all about M lock, you know, next year it's all about key mod or, you know, vice versa, whatever, at least, you know, new panels could always uh, come out and could replace that. And your handguard isn't going to go, it's not going to be outdated. So definitely check those out at manicorearms.com. Remember to use the code Ava rocks 15, all one word, and you're going to get 15% off your entire order. Q&A. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Just kidding. Visit gunfunny.com forward slash contact to submit yours. Today's question is, somebody asked, have you gotten a chance to try out the Uzi yet? And are you going to put an optic on it? Jen, have you ever shot the IWI Uzi? I haven't. I have so I haven't shot mine either. Yeah. Uh, again, because of the house repairs, which I'm still going through, if anybody's wondering, I'm sure you guys are tired of hearing about it because every show I just bitch and moan about, you know, all the things that I have to go through. And I thought for sure last week, I was like, yep, it's going to be done. 
and I spoke too soon. So I'm not even going to say anything like when I think it's going to be done because the truth is, is just the contractors. I'm convinced that they just, the industry just sucks. Like they say they're going to do something and then they don't show up for two days and yeah, whatever. So I haven't had a chance to shoot it. It's definitely on my list because it just looks awesome. I haven't decided if I'm going to put an optic on it. Like I was, I was scrolling on Instagram the other day and I saw IWI post um, a picture of the, like an Uzi with an optic. And I was like, okay, that actually looks pretty badass. but I wasn't going to, but then after seeing that picture, I'm like, well, maybe I will, but I don't know. I don't know. The great thing about it though, is it does come with like standard iron sights, which is great. So you can shoot it right out of the box, which a lot of guns these days don't. And you know, and I hate that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. Tactic Talk. Discussing popular guns and gear. Love it? Hate it? Find out now. All right. Today in Tacti Talk. So this is pretty cool. You guys know that uh, Biden's executive order banning the importation of ammo from Russia is definitely, I mean, it sucks because right now ammo is hard to get, you know, they're not catching up. I mean, it has come down a little bit in price and as far as like supply and stuff, but I mean, it's still not like 2019. And then of course, with this, you know, banning the importation of ammo from Russia, that hurts because like Tula, Wolf, all that cheap steel cased ammo just went up in price and it's not going to be available on shelves anymore. I guess the full effect of the ban, um, which hasn't been forced yet, but Currently, I guess Russian ammo amounts to about 20% of the ammunition imported into the U.S., which is pretty huge. But there is some exciting news. So cheap steel case ammo is going to be made right here in the U.S., which if nothing else, like after like COVID and all the supply stuff, I really hope that if nothing else, it has kind of taught us to start making more stuff in the U.S. and like stop relying on like companies overseas. And then maybe Christmas wouldn't be ruined, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so last week, Atlantic Firearms posted that Palmetto State Armory had purchased tooling and equipment to produce steel case ammo from an unnamed Eastern European manufacturer. This week, the CEO of JJE Capital Holdings, which owns PSA, posted on AR15.com that the rumors were in fact true. He said 762 by 39, 545, and 54R will be manufactured in the U.S. under our Soviet arms brand. This project is a very large construction and manufacturing project that has been going on for about a year. Our current timeline has the first steel cases rounds coming off of line in 2023. Of course, any project this large can see delays. We should be able to make up for most of the missing Russian imports, which is great news. Mm, Yeah. Um, But it sounds like, especially because even like I just got the IWI Galil and I chose to have it in you know, the caliber of 7.62 by 39, because I do have quite a bit of 7.62 by 39, but, you know, long-term I'm like, all right, cool. Maybe I should have went with like five, five, six, but you know, maybe by the time I run out of ammo, you know, in 2023, PSA will step up their game and make ammo affordable again and, you know, and available. So hopefully, yeah, but that is great news. I mean, if nothing else, it's still, you know, it's, it's manufactured in the U S which I think we definitely need to go back to. Mm -hmm. 
All right. So if you want to upgrade your sights, check out True Glow. They make some sights for like bows and arrows um, as well as guns. Some of my favorites are the fiber optic sights and they like pop up, um, which I mean, I think they had like a much brighter color, making them super easy to acquire quickly, which I mean, you're probably familiar with like when you do competition shooting and you have to get on target, like an insane, you know, time. It is definitely kind of mm-hmm. nice to have this advanced technology that kind of works in favor, especially if it's like really sunny out or maybe it's not so sunny. The fiber optic sites oh, yeah. always kind of worked in my favor. They also have, I mean, they have sites for everything, rifle, pistol, shotgun, you know, and like I said, bow and arrow. They also have tritium for low light on concealed carry guns. And one of my favorites, the TFX Pro sites, which have both tritium and well-protected fiber optic that's sealed. So it won't fall out like it, you know, which we've seen happen in like competition style fiber optics. Definitely check all of those out and a lot more at trueglow.com. Remember, if you use the code GUNFUNNY20, you're going to get 20% off. And that is anything at GSM Outdoor Brands. All right. So this week in AF. Stupid, funny, cool, interesting, awesome, as Never mind. AF. Did you see the new gun that Springfield announced this week? Uh-uh. I guess this week they announced a new pistol. Well, it's actually an old pistol that they were bringing back to the market. It's the SA-35. It's the reincarnation of the pistol. Legendary firearms inventor John Moses Browning died while inventing this, which was finished by Fabrique Nationale de or Herzl, which is just FN, and released as the GP35, commonly known as the Browning High Power. It's kind of funny because all the people that typically like rag on Springfield, uh, yeah. they were actually all giddy about this one, you know, the thought of owning a high power from Springfield. So Springfield, they announced the gun on social media with a black and white picture of a guy working at a bench with a picture of John Browning uh, M14 a Springfield logo on his shirt and the caption, we're bringing it back. Well, European American Armory Corp, also known as EAA, decided to have a little fun at Springfield's expense and did a little photoshopping. They put the EAA logo on the guy's shirt, changed the M14 to one of their shotguns, added a picture to the bench of someone I think is from EAA and included details that the Gershon MC P35 begins shipping in November. They posted it with the caption that said, already been brought. Springfield, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Springfield obviously wasn't amused. They filed suit against EAA in U.S. District Court for copyright violations, seeking to enjoin EAA from using the artwork in any way and force them to destroy any promotional materials that they have created as well as seeking damages and attorney fees. In the filing document, Springfield states EAA copied Springfield's advertising and photo and made their minor edits to the photo and advertisement in order to portray it as originated from EAA. EAA published the altered photo to promote EAA's products and to divert customers from purchasing Springfield Armory's products. This infringes Springfield's copyright rights and constitutes unfair competition, among other violations, under the Lanham Act. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. Sometimes I'm like, dude, okay, welcome to the internet, Springfield. Like, take a joke. But then I'm also kind of right. like, yeah, that was actually kind of shitty, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, so there's definitely well, good arguments on both sides. Oh, yeah. Well, 
I'm kind of used to that. Like when I shop for HK, everybody always like makes fun of HK or yeah, or, like memes about them and how oh, we're HK and we hate you and yeah, yeah. But no. they're pretty. They're pretty good about taking the jokes and yeah. I know. And then that's also one of the things I don't, I hate how there's so much internal hate. And I'm like, really, I feel like we're getting enough lawsuits from like external companies that we really have to be like suing each other internally. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but then again, I'm like, well, if I was Springfield and I just released this gun, I was all excited about it. And for once the public liked me for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's face it. Springfield does get a lot of hate for, you know, a lot of like their political actions in the past. Mm-hmm. for once you know people are like oh okay you know kind of like cheering for him and then that's quickly dissolved <laughs> yeah oh yeah i'd be mad about that yeah i don't know but i guess on that note if you guys haven't checked out springfield's new gun uh, you can see it on their instagram it looks like a pretty cool gun i haven't had my i haven't got my hands on one but it does look pretty cool all right well it is time to wrap up itunes reviews guys thanks so much for everyone who wrote an iTunes review. I said this week that I was going to be giving away a lockdown puck, which Jen, do you have any experience with that? Yep. Well, I do. Right. Cause they, <laughs> they also included it in the gun cases that they gave us. There was a puck in each case. Yeah. Yeah. I have one in my gun safe. I have one, I have like some wall art that like hides guns. I have like a Dakota tactical, like MP5 with quick access, you know, um, so I've got that in there and especially like with having kids. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I trust them and they say that they're never going to touch the guns, but still like. Yeah. So what's great about the puck is like, if there's any sort of movement, it'll alert your phone. So you'll know if somebody's trying to get into your safe. That's really great. Yeah. I mean, if you guys want to find more about, you know, that uh, head on over to lockdown, but in the meantime, I am giving away one of their pucks to a lucky winner that Jen picks out of two reviews the first review is derp tactical a-hole you make monday so much easier five stars great show learn some things about israel and their armed forces to have the talent to take a non-shooter and make them one of the best i'm sure you and tickles can do the same when your house got flooded out did tickles go into seal operation hang in there uh soon it will be finished and you will be home again we're all pulling for you and keep up the great work love your shows second review is MM or glow. Awesome. Five stars. My husband listens to your podcast and I also enjoy when he has it on your last guest from Israel was excellent. Keep up the awesome work and keep fighting for the second amendment. Jen, who do you think the first or the second review? Um, I'm going to say the first one. Cause that was like really sweet. Yeah. But I also, I mean, I did like the second one that it's kind of cool that like, oh, Hey, the husband has it on. And she listens and she was nice enough to leave a review. So you know what? True. Normally I don't do this. Normally it's like whatever the guest pit. I'm like, yeah, okay. Cause I like, you know, that was, <laughs> it's nice too, that you're like pulling for me, you know, and you understand like the pain that I'm going through <laughs> with the home construction. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm going to send you guys both out a oh. puck. Just hit me up on gunfunny.com. Click on the contact us form and just let me know a good address to send that out to you guys. And in the meantime, it's time for us to finally wrap up so that you can get back to your cabin, (laughs) which I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm so jealous and also just like really impressed that you guys are just building this cabin. It like makes me, like I said, it makes me want to build a cabin, but it's not anything I ever thought I was going to do. 
Yeah, I know. Well, that's what, that's, what's like kind of fun about life. Like I never thought that I would learn so much about the construction world and like, you know, tile and drywall. And here I am just working on my house every day because, you know, the contractors don't show up. (laughs) But (laughs) All right, guys. Well, if you want to find me, you can just head on over to gunfunny.com. There's links to all of that stuff, uh, social media. Like I said, Instagram, don't forget to enter the giveaway for primary arms, the optic that they're giving away every month for the rest of the year. If you enjoy the show, you want to become a Patreon, definitely, you know, go to gunfunny.com, click on the support the show link and you can support the show that way. Blown Deadline, he gives away a $300 gift certificate to a lucky patron each month. He does some awesome Cerakote jobs. Also wanted to thank the $25 Patreons, Corbin Bonafide, Iraq Veteran 8888, Sake Holsters, Justin Paulson, Jason Anderson, Sportsman's Guide, Daniel Treadwell, Keith Callamore, and Melissa Ridings. King of the Patreon is still Jon Snow. He wants me to say that Operator Tickles was abducted by aliens probe them and order them back to their own planet. And you know, you know who operator tickles is, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jen. Well, thanks again for joining me and can you just remind listeners once again, where they can find you on social media so they can give you a follow. Yeah. Super easy. Just gun girl, Jen. All right, cool. Well, thank you again. Like I said, and on that note, we're out of here. You get back to your cabin. I'm going to get back to stressing about my house. And, oh, wait, you know what? Let's end the show. So it is Halloween. So happy Halloween, guys. What are you going to, are you dressing up? Uh, no, but I am going to a party later. You're going like, to go to a lady across the street. <sighs> I don't know. You're not I'm even going to throw or something. I could probably throw something together. How do, yeah. How do you go to a party? You don't put something on. I know. Well, it's across the street and like the neighbor there. She's got like a, a fountain of blood. I don't know. Like you dip stuff in this fountain of blood and eat it fingers. And yeah, I owe her, I guess, to dress up. Yeah. No kidding. Just get some toilet paper, wrap around your bunny or body and go as a mummy or something. <laughs> and there you go. Cheap. Oh, it's, be like, it's, well, it's it would have been cheap. 2019 prices, but now toilet paper has gone up. So yeah, I mean, the, party's out, the party's outside and it's going to rain. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah okay then nah don't do it just put a sheet on poke two holes you're a ghost <laughs> i think i think i still have a rambo costume shot show a few years ago cry precision was having an 80s party yeah and i nobody told me the full details it was like an 80s um high school prom party yeah i just was told like 80s so i came head to toe as rambo camel pants i even had like a fake rambo knife Oh my god, that's amazing! I had the band, I had a bandolier on, like a black tank top. I had tattoos of like scrapes and wounds, you know, like I'd been in the jungle fighting. Yeah, I had a black mullet wig. It was only curly, with a red bandana. I even okay. had dog tags that said Rambo. Wow! I mean the glasses, mm. and then I get in there, and everything is like neon, neon, and slap bracelets, and like lunch lady stuff. It's like, here I am. And combat boots. And- Don't you hate it when and that's? I've totally been there before. <laughs> I've been there before when I didn't get the full memo, and I was like, "Yeah, seventies, okay." And they're like, "That looks more like 60s. <laughs> you show yeah. up like crackhead hippie, and they're like, "Nah, that's not really okay." <laughs> yeah, it's pretty memorable though. 
I look stupid. Well, I've decided this year I'm not like really going all out. I have in the past, but just with everything going on, but I've decided I'm going to be a crazy mm-hmm. plant lady. So I guess I'm not really dressing up, but I got a really cute costume for Tickles, which we're friends on Facebook, right? Yeah. So you, I posted a picture. It's this Monstera leaf that goes around her head. So she looks like a Monstera. It's so freaking cute. And then I have a I shirt. saw that. Yeah. And then I have a shirt that says um, crazy plant lady. And then I have Monstera leggings. And I'm just going to like hold plants and maybe pass out some clippings. Who knows? But that's what I'm going to be. But that's kind of like who you are in real life. Yeah, I know. So I was like, maybe I'm not. <laughs> <liking it>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. All right. On that note, let's go both work on our costume. We got to up our costume game, but for anyone who's listening and it's Monday, happy Halloween, be safe out there, stay warm. And I will talk to you guys next week. Want to send feedback? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.